we have in New York City a showdown with the mayor and the city council. And boy, the stakes couldn't be higher. It deals with police and them getting bogged down with more paperwork and turning them off even more from joining law enforcement. New York City Council, here we're dealing with everything that's going on uh, with crime on the streets of New York and so many big cities across this country. And what do they do? Well, they decide to pitch a bill that says that police have to fill out paperwork for even fairly routine stops. So every time they have some sort of a routine stop or a routine encounter, they have to fill out paperwork. That bogs police down. Then they have to have an official or a supervisor oversee the paperwork to make sure it's done correctly. So that's great. Uh, And then the other option is limiting the option for solitary confinement. Guess what? There are some really bad people out there that should be in solitary confinement. But the New York City Council that is progressive of progressive of progressive, well, guess what? They believe that People that have done bad things shouldn't be punished, that there should only be very limited, if any, solitary confinement. Solitary confinement is a tool that, if you ask anybody in law enforcement, has been tremendously helpful. You separate the bad guys from other people in the prison. You make sure the bad guy doesn't even harm himself, so it helps him. And it certainly helps law enforcement. It is used as a tool to control those who are completely out of hand. And guess what? There are people that definitely should be in solitary confinement. And instead, this bill is going now uh, to hurt police and embolden criminals. Thank you, New York City Council. So the mayor, to his credit, vetoed it. And now the city council is expected to meet tomorrow and have a vote. And we'll see where it goes. Uh, The mayor had offered ride-alongs over the weekend And some of them took him up on it. Uh, Others did not. And the word is that it looks like they have enough votes to override his veto. In other words, push their progressive anti-cop policies through. This is the definition of insanity. And here is Bob Holden, New York City Councilman. He's a Democrat, but he's part of the Common Sense Caucus. And that is the caucus that's much more sort of moderate even keeled. Uh, He votes on sometimes Republican issues as well as Democratic issues. And he says this new bill by the city council, by some of his colleagues there, is absurd and downright dangerous. Take a listen to what the councilman says. Let's say there was a major accident. Somebody was hurt badly or killed. Let's say they interviewed 11 people. Nine of them didn't see the accident or didn't know what happened. They saw it to make a report. How stupid is that? Yeah, that is incredibly stupid. We're going to bog cops down. We're going to make it even less appealing to be a police officer in New York City right now. That's all we need. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to to Stan in Forest Hills. Line 5. Stan, your thoughts about this. Good evening, first. How are you? Good evening. Good evening. This is crazy, Stan, isn't it? It's like... Well, well look, look, I'm waiting for the mayor to be indicted or by the secret... I'm waiting for the FBI to come back with what they got. Because if, this, if they override him, which they probably will do, 
I mean, let's go to the state. It sounds got, like it. But, they got the votes. Yeah, right? it's, right. it's, well, it sounds like it. Who knows? Anyway, Maybe uh, somebody has uh, some uh, streak of right, conscience so in the middle of the night. And then the police then are in trouble with this new stupid law. But uh, uh, I don't know what the mayor can do. He maybe can do something, or maybe he, he, he can can't. Do. He can't. If they well, override him, they override him. That's it. Anyway, let me go to uh, the Mid East if I can for sure. A sure. Thank you. Sure. Uh, what a quagmire we are in. Uh, the tragedy of these people dying doesn't surprise me. This is a terrible location in this place. The other thing that bothers me, nobody's talking about, is Syria and the Russians are sitting there with a fleet in there and so forth. And then just waiting for something to happen that they can move. Uh, we all know they're there. They've been there. They've put in there uh, and so forth. But what bothers me is that at this stage, at this stage, we have to find out who hit John first. Who is doing this? And so, you could say uh, Iran all you want, and I, I know Iran's involved, but the, but you just can't. You know all the uh, hawks that call up this want to go to war yesterday. Even you to some extent, but you have to be smart reader in war. I don't like the fact that these people died. It's terrible. It's, it's horrible. It is. It is. And, but, by, and by the way, I am not anxious for a war stand. Neither I, I don't look. You know, nobody are. should be. You know, exactly. I agree no, with you. I, but the, look, you may not like the president, but he's got a, he is talking to his military. He is talking to him. He's asking them, oh, hey, yeah, guys, right. what stand, the hell? Stand, where are we going to hit? Stand. Who are we going to hit? I, and I'm glad, by the way, they're having conversations. By the way, Absolutely. I'm also glad that Defense Secretary Austin's finally back to the office. It's his first day back well, since, he, he since to, he had his little MIA experience and went to the hospital. To to, I, didn't have to, I hope he didn't have to go to the bathroom. Well, we would never would see him again. <laughs> because but I hope he's okay anyway. But the point is, uh, they got to be – guys – He's asking them, look, who are we going to hit first? We got to hit something. I know the president wants to do it, but who are we going to hit? We can't just attack Iran. Hey, I don't trust them either, but we got to find out. And once we do, don't stop hitting. Keep hitting them. Keep hitting them. Keep hitting them. Send in 40 planes if you have to, but keep it up. Well, and, and Stan, let me. What do you think of this, yeah, KT no. McFarland, uh, former Deputy no, National Security Advisor? Please. But hang on, hang ahead, on. Ahead, Here is what she said. This is sure. an interesting thought. She came out and said, "What they should do now is go after all of these Iranian proxy locations because there it is these yeah, Iranian proxies and hitting hitting their airfields, hitting yeah. their ammo dumps because we haven't even really touched that. Knock them out of the way." No, I agree with um, that. And, and then, if we have to, then you go to Iran. But if you went after Iran right now, and you have to obviously be skilled if you're going to do any of this, but if you're going to, if you're going to go after Iran, you don't want to have all these fringe groups, all of their proxy exactly. groups all over the world sh- no, I, shooting uh, at you, too. I agree with you, absolutely. I thought the that was quest- an interesting thought. No, no, I agree. The question is this. Where the hell are they? They move, they this and that. There, there must be 50 or 100 of them. The administration and the military have to look on the map and find out where the hell they all are. I agree. Who are you going to t- or how are you going to get to them and so forth? I say bring in the fleet. Then bring in about 50 to 100 planes. Figure out where they are and start bombing. I agree on that. But where are they? That's well, why, some of them the we point. know. Some of them we know because uh, some of them are quite well known from folks in Intel have told me they're pretty well aware where some of the locations of like say the Hootsies are. We know where some of their airfields yeah, and some Jordan, of their depots are. Rita, 
They were attacked from Jordan. And what bothers me is Iraq. We helped save Iraq, and they're sitting on their rear ends and just watching. A lot of it is happening in Iraq. The Iraqis should be helping us, but they're not helping us. Yeah, they're not. They're not. Uh, that, that and that's, bothers me. And it, by the way, I'm glad you brought that up because yeah, it sure. bothers me, too, after everything. Oh, exactly. You they know? put blood and guts into that place. And oh, so forth. it is disgusting. Saddam they they want to get us out. You can yeah. tell. They, and that's what this a lot they of this is. Involved, they want to get I, I agree. Possibly. I agree. You know, I think possibly that. But we don't. Again, the pres- we got to find out what's what. Now, we can't wait long. I agree. You've got to give the president, hey, fellas, he's talking to, where is everything? I mean, he can't go and fight. Where is everything? So it's the military that has to come up with everything. And they can't take long, maybe a couple of weeks. That's what the uh, speaker in the, uh, at the White House said today, at our own time and so forth. Time is of the essence. We gotta wait, but can't wait too long. Obviously. Yeah, you can't. Well, what are you gonna wait till uh, our well, troops are clearly next, uh, next, and our troops are sitting ducks, as we know, know as we I saw. I know, I know, but it's, it's a quagmire, either. It's it, it's no good for any president. It's never been. A I agree, situation. but part yeah. of it is also it is Biden's weakness that oh, also weakness, that also Rita. got us to this what moment. Weakness, Rita. weakness. What are weakness? you kidding me? From the very beginning, he said today, Stan, there were a hundred and sixty-five attacks. That's what they came out with at the State Department on bases alone. That is an enormous amount. And the best we've done is hit an empty warehouse. 